welcome back to One Cute Drink for a very hyped uh, stellar episode. <laughs> welcome to another dose of you girls, Malenstein. This is the continuation of last week's episode. Um, so, of course, if it's feeling a little chopped and screwed, <laughs> that's why. But I think... But Mal always does such a great job with editing that I'm sure you probably won't even notice. Yeah, I said it, so you did notice. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Well, in, in this week's episode, we actually do touch on how that's how how we have been recording episodes is we just have a very long conversation and then we cut them up into two because that's just been working easiest with our schedules. So yeah, this is just part two from last week's conversation and we hope that you enjoy. So... We love you. See and you in the episode, baby. Yeah. With it being Valentine's Day, it made me think of something. And tell me your thoughts on this. Okay, so I saw something. And, like, I think there's, like, different scenarios. But, like, I saw this thing where someone's like, I swear the people who write the longest um, captions – are in the most unhappy relationships because, like, they basically have to, like, try to convince themselves that they're in a happy relationship. So they write these, like, long-winded pages of, like, this person. And I think I honestly kind of agree. Not, I mean, I wouldn't say because of that they're in an, in an unhappy relationship. But I do feel like – like, I love how people do, like, flaunt their significant other because, like, I do too. And you want to, like, show the world. But – like, do you really need to write a love letter to your significant other on a social platform for the public? Like, wouldn't you rather express that love to them on paper privately or verbally to their face? Like, I don't know. Like, no, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a great point because, I mean, you and I, I think with our current boyfriends, we haven't shared much about them until like maybe more recent mm -hmm. and I feel like with my personal life in general sometimes I don't I do share some of it on social media but uh, some of the reason I don't is because my page is like a music page but I do I still share my personal life but I feel mm -hmm. like that's part of the reason I don't share all my personal stuff because mm -hmm. I'm like I don't know it doesn't matter but I I think I do kind of agree with that because I'm just thinking like, yeah, I shared Sergio on my story yesterday because I feel like sharing cute pictures. But if I were to have like made like an actual post, yeah, no, I wouldn't be writing like a love letter to him. I'd probably just be like, you're so fucking cute. I love you. <laughs> like, right. Like that'd probably just be it. Like, like something short, just really like short, short and sweet. Yeah. And I mean, everything I, yeah, you're right. Everything I do say to him, I just say it to him like in like I wrote him like a cute little letter. Like, yeah. I did. Like, if you guys heard what I said to Nick in private, then you'd be like, this fucking bitch needs to get a life. <laughs> but that's between me and him. And I mean, I there are certain circumstances, like let's say they're a long distance relationship. But even then, I don't know, dude. Like actually, if my boyfriend or my significant other was like writing these like long winded things on social media, I'd be like, I do appreciate that. But also I'm just like, and I think that's just who I am as a human, like – you don't need to tell say that on social media. Like I, you could just say it to me. Yeah, it made me think. Well, I just thought of two. This brings two thoughts forward. One is about a couple that we both know, and we know what the relationship status is like. And when I used to follow them on Instagram, um, yeah, they would both sometimes like really post the most like long winded captions about each other. Which again, like that doesn't mean you're unhappy, but knowing their situation, I like I like we knew what state the relationship was in, but they were always like making it a point to like really say shit like that on social media. So I do think mm -hmm. that there is probably some truth to that where like right. not saying like everybody who does that, like you're unhappy in your relationship. Like it's fine. We all share our love in different ways. But I do think sometimes people use social media as I don't know not a cover but like I it's like they're what. almost trying to convince themselves yes that, that everything is great right and like I said like if that's the type of person that you are and you portray your love in that way and your partner loves that then good on you I'm not trying to shit on your love because if you're in love and that's the way you both like to do it then that's great and I'm wonderful and I hope you guys live a long and prosperous life together but I just don't really understand because I guess the the thing that like kind of like 
sparked this is that for one Valentine's Day, so I saw a lot of those kind of posts. Mm-hmm. But I did see a lot of like cute, but like I see a lot of cute, simple, sweet ones too. Like I saw ones that were just like, one was like, to my person, um, I'm so glad I'm not sick of you yet. And it was like so cute. And then yeah. I was like, see, love that. And I saw one that was fucking whole. <laughs> I'll just show you real quick. Let me see it. I love couples that are like hilarious or like they troll each other. Those are the best kind of yeah, couples that I, I like lo- to watch. I love a troll. I like to see. I'm not one to troll. Like I'm just not good at it. Like I don't know how to be funny in a loving way. I don't know. Maybe I do. I'm not really sure. That's just not who I am. But I love couples that troll each other because I think that's fucking hilarious. What really sparked this was this morning I was getting ready to leave for the gym and Jay and I always meet each other at the gym for class every week. And usually like, you know, like now you're like, okay, like I'm on my way or whatever. But now to the point, like her and I know we're going to be there. So like, we don't really have to be like, good morning. Like I'm on my way. It's like, we just know we're going to be there. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm glad that we're at a point like that because I don't have to worry, and if she wasn't going to be there, then she would text me or vice versa. Yeah. And then I was like, think about back in the 90s. Like, (laughs) if you told someone you were going to be there, then you would just be there. Like, you wouldn't have to call them, or maybe you call them on your house and be like, hey, I'm heading out soon. I'll see you in, like, 30 minutes, and that's cool. But, like, without phones and stuff, you just trusted that they were going to be there. So, like, kind of, like, mixing into this whole thing, it's like you just trust – your partner that they love you but then now with social media it's like you now you have to like show it off in this like elaborate way I don't know yeah no I totally see what made you or what sparked all of those thoughts that you had well and when I got here you showed me that funny TikTok of what (laughs) yeah do you know her name I'm sure other people know her um let me just look real quick Christine's looking up the girl's name right now just her name on TikTok is it's Caitlin hello yeah and she does really great impressions of like I remember when I used to have TikTok I would see her do like the wasp mom yeah that's what it's called right yeah and I can't remember I'm gonna look it up because it's 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 an acronym for something yeah which I never even realized but the one you showed me was the way what was it the way that the girls that bullied you bullied you in high school talk about their like I don't know their fucking husband on Instagram on Valentine's Day. Like, yeah, basically yeah. everything you were just saying. And she did <laughs> such an accurate job. Like, <laughs> I know exactly, like, what kind of person she's talking about that writes that way. And again, not to shame those people. Cause right. And maybe, okay, now that we're saying it out loud, I feel bad. But kind of not. Because I just, I what I'm saying is I don't understand. And if you're a listener that is that type of person, like, please feel free to hit me up on Instagram. And yeah. you could be mad at me if you want if that's how if that's how you feel but like yeah like why I just I don't <laughs> I feel you yeah I think that there and there's just not a lot of typing like <laughs> at that point make a video I I know I feel like yeah long captions in general there's times when I I don't even read them like I'm like okay I get it there's some that I will read and there's times when I have done them but it's I don't know. I have to be – there are times when I've done them because I'm just feeling some type of way and I actually enjoy writing, like, secretly. Like, I love to write. Like, I'm, like, a huge journaler and, like, I write shit in my laptop like I'm Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. There's times when I want to say a lot on social media. And then, to be honest, the reason I don't is because I just feel like – I don't feel like putting all the words together to do it. So then I just, like, well, and make then- it short and sweet instead. That and then also like do you need a bunch of people to like it to make you feel better about what you said or to like validate what you said or – because it's like let's say like me and you. Like obviously I tell you things about you that I love all the time and like are like whatever. It doesn't matter. I digress. But it's like if I were to write this long thing about you on Facebook, like would I need other people's likes to enforce how I feel? I, yeah. Because well, let's not, not let's not lie to ourselves here. You're checking who likes it. So oh, absolutely. And you're probably hoping, I mean, maybe not, but I'm sure there's somebody that you're hoping sees it or does like it. And with that couple that I mentioned just a little bit ago, they like I think it's like one thing to do it here and there. Like if you want to say some really nice words about um your loved one, and I think that's fine. But I think when you're doing it all the time with everything and like really just expressing your whole relationship in paragraphs on social media, then I do think that is when it is kind of telling about how the relationship really is. Yeah. Start a blog. 
<laughs> yeah, good idea. <laughs> This makes me think of a gear grinder that I recently thought of that I wanted to share with you. Tell me. And it could go with social media messaging or text messaging in general, but I do not approve of thumbing up messages. I don't like it. Give me the heart. I don't like when people thumbs up my messages. I just, it feels, it feels like it's fake. It feels fake. I don't like it. I like the heart or just don't react to it. I love the heart. I also love the exclamation point. Yeah. I will say maybe for – I think <laughs> thumbs upping is fine when I, it's between me and a client and they like – like a message or something like that feels like, okay. normal yeah and <laughs> vice versa if I were to do it to them but I don't know like friends and family if they're giving me a thumbs up to a message I'm like <laughs> I think you're being secretly rude yeah you're like what are you trying to say yeah because that's how I would react if someone like pissed me off I would just thumbs it up <laughs> I have done it <laughs> yeah I've definitely done it like I think the thumbs up is the new version of K Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can totally picture a time when I've thumbs up somebody's messages. And I know that it was because I either didn't enjoy their response because I felt like it was too short and I needed more words. <laughs> or I was annoyed, so I just thumbs up and didn't say anything. Oh, my God. That is so funny. So maybe that's my own cross to bear, but <laughs> that is just a new gear grinder. It's not a new gear grinder. It's been a forever gear grinder. I just wanted to share it today. An everlasting one. Yes. Uh, okay, so I do have a story to snowball off of that so um there was there is this person we aren't okay this person is an acquaintance and i haven't seen him in years like like i said acquaintance we're friends on facebook whatever so i wake up the other day and i have a message from this person and it's like hey how are you and i just didn't respond not intentionally but just because it wasn't a priority. I forgot this, that, and whatever. Like, it wasn't really worth my energy. It's kind of just like dead conversation. So I just didn't respond. The next day, I wake up to another message. It was like, sorry to bother you. I hope you're doing well. And it's like, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? Maybe some people just don't take to un to feeling unheard or unseen very well and maybe that's why they have to hit him with the double message but <sighs> dude I don't know I don't understand and I and once again I didn't even respond because like I said it's not a priority I forget it and I even was like talking to Nick about it I was like babe is this kind of weird he's like yeah he's like whatever dude though like and I was like exactly like but if I were to message someone and actually this has happened twice not with the same person but that happened with that person and then a few weeks ago, someone else that I'm also an acquaintance with wrote me on Facebook and just said, hi, how are you? And I didn't respond because I just forgot. And then they unsent it. And Facebook told me that they unsent it. Oh, yeah. Facebook. Which means that it bothered you so much that you had to go back and then unsend it. Oh, I think that is uh... – It's strange behavior. But I'm trying to like – I was like dissecting it because I was like, okay, does this person – is this person reacting like this because they feel unheard or unseen and they just, like, need some type of, like, reinforcement? But at the same time, like, what? why is what I do or don't do so effective to your, like, day-to-day? -day? I don't know. And who knows? Maybe they're dealing with something. I don't know. I don't know their life. Well, it does go to – I think it's just like a good thing to be mindful of that just because somebody doesn't respond right when they read your message, I don't think that means you should hit them with a double message like within less than 24 hours and be like, sorry to bother you. Like, and I know like we all just take things differently. So like to them, they obviously took you seeing the message and not replying right away or ever like as like a very sign personal. of rejection or something. Yeah. And that actually, that's funny that you bring that up because I've had two situations recently with messaging where it was weird too. One message was on Instagram, somebody I don't know. And at the beginning of the year, I did like a huge clean out of who I was following. Like mm -hmm. I unfollowed like 
probably half of who I was following. And they were mostly people I don't know. And maybe they would go to like the same shows as us back in the day. Cause I did start that Instagram account really in the height of like when we were talking about going to base nectar shows, like a lot of people in that community and stuff. Yeah. And I just like really wanted to clean up my feed to just make it more aligned with like what I want to see now and like just way better viewing, you know? And so I unfollowed, yeah, who fucking knows? Mostly people I've never met. And one of these random musicians or DJs that I think honestly even lives in a different country Apparently he saw like I unfollowed him or something because then like a couple weeks ago he wrote me and he just put goodbye with a (laughs) (laughs) with a crying emoji. I was like, okay, like you don't have to announce your exit because then he clearly unfollowed me too since I unfollowed him. Jeez, but it just made me laugh because like I don't know, like dude, we don't even know each other. Like, and I'm sorry that you took. My unfollow is so personal, but like I, we don't, I don't, we don't fucking know each other. All right. Well, and like, and like you don't have to announce your departure, okay? Well, and it's like, like you said, like just because I don't answer right away, like maybe I'm going through something. Yeah. Well, that I am not in a state where I want to talk to anybody. Like the other day, I got off a wild three day bender at work. Like not bender as in like alcohol, but like yeah. partying. Like bender is just like a lot of hours, and I literally put my phone away. At 7 o'clock at night, I was like, I don't want to look at my phone. I don't want to touch my phone. I don't want to have anything to do with it. Those are so my like, favorite kind of nights, Yeah, to be so honest. I'm like, dude, chill out. Yeah, well, and the other thing too, it's like I sort of wish that Instagram messaging didn't tell people when you read your message. Just like iPhone, like you can have it read or not, and I've never had read. I just keep it – like I don't need people to know when I read their message because that gives yeah. me weird anxiety and pressure, <laughs> I feel like, to respond. Yeah. But I have actually gotten better where like – Sometimes I do just want to see what the person said back to me on Instagram, so I will open it. And if I can't respond right away, like, I don't give myself that – and I don't know, that weird anxiety that I used to give myself from, like, right, if, if I open it now and respond. read it, I need to respond right now. It's like, no, I can reply in a little while when I have more time to actually reply right. and have, like, my thoughts together for what I'm going to say. But – um what was the other message i got oh <laughs> i don't know i sent it to you and james oh yeah and it was from please 20, <laughs> please elaborate it was from 2020 i don't know why instagram decided to show it to me now but it like <laughs> when you get a request message it's basically because i think you don't follow that person so it will show up in your request messaging <laughs> word sounds really weird right now request <laughs> okay um, we are still on our bender of iced coffee and bang energy drinks. So I'm a little bit tweaking. We're high. Request. Okay. So it showed me this message that I got in 2020 that I had never seen before from a stranger. And it said, hi, why did you follow and then unfollow? And then since I clearly never saw the message, they sent me a second message. And then it said, LOL, clout chaser. And then they sent me a third one the following day, all in 2020, that said um, – actually, here, let me go to the, our messages. What if you responded back now and you hearted one of the messages? That would be fucking hilarious. I did think about saying something, and then I was like, no, not even worth my time. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. He sent me four messages. <laughs> okay. So the first one, yeah. How come you followed and then unfollowed the next day? A day goes by. Clout chaser. Another one. Y'all are lame. LOL. And then the fourth message, nice base nectar tattoo, by the way. Sure glad I never got one. Bet you regret getting it now, don't you, LOL. (laughs) Uh, Can I see it real quick? Oh, yeah. First of all, how embarrassing for him. (laughs) Um, It's just like it made me laugh. But um, Damn, those were from so long ago. Yeah, I don't understand why Instagram showed it to me literally the day I sent it to you guys. I was like – at first, I thought it was a current message, but anywho, um, to whoever that person is, no, I do not regret my base nectar tattoo literally whatsoever. I do <laughs> not sit at home and cry about it. I love my base nectar tattoo. I think it's so fucking cute. And when I got the tattoo, it wasn't because I was obsessed with base nectar as a person. I got it for what it represented. And to me, when I look at it, it still represents all the fucking beautiful times we had at his shows, the way his music touched my life during those times. I And that was like a huge thing. So like we talked about base nectar in last week's episode. We've never really talked about like what happened with all of that, but he did in a sense, obviously like it canceled for some things. 
And so that was like a big thing swarming around in 2020, the summer, where everybody's like, haha, ooh, base nectar tattoo, fucking losers. Like <laughs> people were being so stupid about it. And it's like, first of all, why like don't shame the fans for his actions. Like, how did anybody ever know? what he was doing behind the scenes. Like nobody ever knew, obviously he portrayed himself to be this like wonderful human and he has since fallen off the map. So like literally he's never even came out and like justified, not justified, came clean about maybe what he did or didn't do. So like the media just took, took it by storm like they always do. And so who knows what stories that are being swarmed around. Like there's just, there was so much being said about him. And he also had like a huge like hate following as well. Like people loved to hate on Bass Nectar Mm -hmm. while he was popular. So those people really took it as an opportunity to hate on his fans. And it was like so many people have the Bass Nectar symbol as a tattoo And I was one of them. So no, Mr. Stranger Danger on the World Wide Web, I don't regret my tattoo. (laughs) And I didn't get it because I was horny for Lauren Ashton himself. I got it because, for one, I think the symbol is fucking cute. And that represents a beautiful time in my life. Yeah. Cloud Chaser. suck my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, dude. (laughs) Shit in my asshole. (laughs) Wait, is that the term? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shout out to our friend Tori for that one-liner. Oh, Tori. I know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I will just never understand people in their ways, but... To message strangers, and people do it every day. Right. Like, to message a stranger... For one, probably to try and, like, connect in a way for whatever reason. He probably honestly thought you were hot, so he was like, I'm going to reach out. But then the fact that he already knew that you unfollowed him, which obviously you didn't care about because, like you said, you just – it was just like a clean of everything. And then for him to message you not once, not twice, (laughs) not three times, (laughs) but four times because he really just wanted you to know – And I think people that do stuff like that, they call them obviously like the keyboard warriors, the people (laughs) that feel so brave and strong behind their phone, most of the time wouldn't say that to you to your face. Like if you were to meet me in person for the first time, like that's really what you're going to say to me. I I doubt it. I mean, maybe if you're a little psychotic. Yeah. Like like, I dare you to come up to me like, huh, sick tattoo. I bet you regret it. Like who would ever say that? Who would ever say that to anyone? And what clout? What clout do I have? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. Hold, please. (laughs) What does that even mean? Yeah. Get it. Um, that reminds me, there is this person I follow on Instagram. Her name is Gio, and she's so cute and wonderful and beautiful. And she just got a hand tattoo. I kind of really want And it looks fucking sick and badass. And she, like, made a post because it made me laugh because someone commented on it and was like, that is the ugliest fucking tattoo. Like, I can't believe you got that. And so she went to their profile, and their profile was like, their bio said, spreading positivity and light. <laughs> that is always the fucking case. So she literally, she screenshotted the comment, and then screenshotted their bio, and put it all together on a slide on her story, and was like, for her. she was like, riddle me this. And I, <laughs> and I honestly was like, seriously, like, if you don't like it, that's fine. It's your opinion. But to, like, comment hate on a someone else's photo that you don't know and then to put in your bio, spread love and light and positivity, <laughs> like, <laughs> that don't make no sense. <laughs> Honestly, I love the phrase, riddle me that. <laughs> riddle me this. It's so fucking funny to me. <laughs> Honestly, I'm happy that, like, I haven't had to deal with too many strangers being rude to me on the internet. I mean, it's definitely happened like that one and whatever else, but that is just, I like when people call them out for one. I don't think every certain negative message probably needs a call out, but I do like when people that have big platforms do it because it's like a lot of them just do it and think that they can just keep getting away with it. It's like, no, put them in their fucking place. And like, what are you doing? Like, honestly, I feel sad for people like that because clearly they are in a place in their life that they're, they're not so happy. unhappy. Yeah. They're, you're a they're happy projecting. person. <laughs> what happy person does that? Happy happy Literally. people don't kill their husbands. <laughs> Facts, no printer. Exactly. Oh gosh. Get me all riled up on this bang energy. <laughs> no wonder Nick loves these. Gosh. I know. We are And we shared one. He drinks a whole one. Whoa. Well, I mean, I did have the sick shot of espresso drink before <laughs> yeah. that, so that oh yeah, too I intense. Forgot. Also, this is just random, but um, 
I just wanted to say, I'm sure you guys have picked up on our last couple of recordings that we have just been taking our long conversations and dicing them into two episodes. Yeah. And we hope that you guys like it. And yeah, me too. It just is really working out for our personal schedules, to be honest, just to like. Yeah. At least until we can do this full time, Mm -hmm. we kind of have to make it work for our work slash personal lives. And yeah. So. And we get so chatty that it's almost easier unless there's really specific topics that we want to cut into two episodes and start completely fresh it's just easier for us to just keep our conversation flowing for a couple hours and then we cut it in half so let us know how you're feeling about that yeah just wanted to like throw that out there I know it's random but no I'm glad you brought that up because I'm sure everyone was gathering that's what we were doing but right well I think because also like I think it does I think the way that you edit makes sense, so it flows, like, appropriately. But let us know if it feels too choppy, and if so, we are totally down to try something different. Yeah, or if you love it, then we'll keep really, it going. That's really we'll keep it here. pushing. We'll keep shooting the shit. <laughs> I do have a question for you. This is just a thought that I had the other day. I was, I don't know who, hmm, somehow, somewhere I was listening or I heard something about women who don't wear underwear like on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And for one, it's your body, your choice. But for two, me personally, I have two comments when it comes to this. For one, I usually always wear underwear. There are certain yoga pants I have lately that I've decided not to wear underwear underwear with because, like, just the way it fucking shows up in the pants looks weird and awkward, Uh and I hate that. So those ones I choose to go commando, but that's very rare. And I personally don't love going commando. I just think that it's a little uncomfortable because I get very sweaty between the lips, and I feel like the Uh underwear helps – not make you so sweaty between the lips yes and then that being said like in the summer oh no in a skirt it's so (laughs) horrendous i hate it it's like absolutely not fucking sweaty and uncomfortable but the reason i was wondering because i'm pretty sure i know your answer already but like this person how does that feel if you're wearing jeans because like (laughs) they literally go commando all the time like how would you go commando in jeans like that just sounds so like the friction between your lips and the jeans material sounds so uncomfortable. Yes. So you I'm on your side. I have to wear unless it's a bodysuit, I always have to wear panties. Yes, same. Because same with me. Well, for one, I need a barrier because mm-hmm. not only does my vag sweat, but my thighs sweat. Yes. And like I'm a like I'm a girl where her thighs touch, so like I'm already causing enough friction as it is under there. There is heat under the undercarriage. Yeah, like my hood is fully steamed, <laughs> and I don't need anything else causing unnecessary heat. So I always have to wear underwear because like it just doesn't work. But yeah, I think it does work for some people, which I think is actually kind of cool. I mean, In yeah, way, maybe I'm maybe I'm projecting and I'm jealous. I don't know. I, I mean, just, like, I'm not like. I'm not jealous that you're not wearing underwear because I actually <laughs> – Right. <laughs> because I actually enjoy wearing cute panties and they're not cheap. So if I'm going to spend all this money on underwear – I mean, I assume if you don't wear underwear all the time, you probably don't have that many underwears anyway. But <laughs> – Underwears. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, Grandpa Stewart. <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, I have to because even right now, like, it's too hot. I am very sweaty in my pants right now. I run hot as it is. Like, I'm always sweating. Like, at work, at any point in given time, like, my upper lip is definitely moist more times than it's not. And that's with a full breathable outer lip. So, like, my lower lips, mm mm-mm. Okay, so she was talking about, like, her mustache lip is always wet. Yeah. But, like, your lower set of lips are also mostly always wet yeah honestly right now just because we've been sitting in the same spot for a minute like i'm fucking my pants are hot like if my pants if my if i keep my legs closed too long yeah <laughs> i know i just think about let them breathe oh uh, in the summer i like to wear shorts but it honestly for me sometimes a deal breaker with wearing shorts or jeans in the summer is because 
Uh, for one, driving in my car in leather seats, I don't like when my thighs are sliding on the seat because they're sweaty and then your yep. legs are sliding. Mm-hmm. And then at a restaurant, never forget last summer, we went to uh, Mizu for sushi and I was in like that black skirt mm. and it was just so fucking hot. And then we were drinking tequila and sake and like Ugh. that made me even more warm. And I was just like so uncomfortable at that dinner. Like I had to go to the bathroom uh, and use paper towels to like dry my legs off. And I, that is so uncomfortable too. It really is. So yeah, it's just something I needed to throw out. And I mean, maybe they, maybe people who don't have to wear underwear. Maybe they're just not like as hot blooded of people. Oh, so they don't maybe get they sweaty. just maybe they just don't have like as big of sweat glands under there than like you and I do. That's possible. I don't. I'm assuming. Let us know if We're this is different. you because I would yeah. like to know how you make it comfortable. Because even in the couple yoga pants I've been wearing without them, I don't love to do it. But well, it- and also too, like one thing that bothers me, and that's what helps with undies, is like when you're wearing jeans or like (laughs) slacks or just like anything like with a crotch the seam that goes in the middle that like holds the two legs together that's like a thick seam and so like especially with jeans that seam rides up into my coochie lips exactly and that also hurts like it gives me a front wedgie a veggie i guess even with underwear on and that's like like uncomfortable jean Right. It's like shoving up in there. And I'm like, no. Yeah. If you are able to maintain this lifestyle, let us know because I need to know how you do it. Not because I'm going to follow in your footsteps because I can't. I'm just too sweaty we to do We just admire so. your strength. <laughs> yeah. And bravery. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I'm we dead. are so everywhere as always, but – This is concerning to me, and it happened last night, (laughs) and I need to, like, look it up or see, like, what's causing this, but have you ever woke up in the middle of the night, and you're not sleepwalking, really, because, like, you're kind of aware what you're doing, but the next morning, you're like, why did I do that? So, like, last night, and this is not the first time this has happened, I literally woke up, and I immediately got out of my bed, and I went to my cabinet and ate, like, a huge handful of Cheez-Its, and I was, like, I brought them back into my bed with me, and I was, like, eating them with my eyes closed, and then I just fell asleep. What? Has, does that ever happen to you? No. And it's like, it's, but it happens mm, lately. I feel like it's been happening. Like, did you smoke before bed? No, I smoked yesterday, maybe around like six p.m. and I went to bed at like eleven. Um, that is so interesting because I've seen Nick do it one, like a couple times. Like he'll really? just get up in the middle of the night and come downstairs and get a snack and then come up and he's just like crunching in bed yeah enzo was like what the fuck are you doing you know who else used to do that who johnny oh he would like get up and just like he called he said he he calls it sleep eating but i don't know if that's a real thing actually i'm gonna look it up yeah i because it's like in the moment i feel like i know what i'm doing like I'm, like, fully aware that Oh, like, I'm, you know you're doing it. Yeah, but the next morning, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that in the middle of the night? Like, it's to me, it makes me feel kind of gross. I'm like, why did I just eat a handful of Cheez-Its and then I just slept with, like, their residue in my mouth all night? Like, my mouth felt disgusting when I woke up today. Like, gross. And, yeah, it happens, like, I don't know, lately I feel like it's been oh. happening, like, maybe once or twice a month. And, like, I'll just go eat, like, crackers or something. That's usually what it is. It's, like, crackers. So, I mean, it's not uncommon. I mean, it's not common, but it's not uncommon. Hmm. So, from what I'm seeing online, because obviously everything on the internet is true. Obviously. (laughs) uh, It says, it's called sleep-related eating disorder. It's a type of parasomnia, which is abnormal behavior that happens during sleep, and it causes people to prepare and eat food while they're sleeping. But you said you're aware of it, so. Yeah, like in the moment, like when I wake up and I just, it's just weird though that like I automatically, like I wake up and I stand up and then I go to the kitchen and I get it and then I bring the handful back with me and I lay down and I'm like basically eating it, laying down with my eyes Do you eyes ever closed. wake up with food still in your mouth? <laughs> no. Okay, that's good. But like I said, the I could totally tell that. Because I had already brushed my teeth before bed, but then I ate those and then just fell asleep. Like, my mouth felt so gross this morning. Interesting. I know. I don't really know what's causing it. And the other night, this part kind of – I think it was just, like, a dream I was having. But I woke up and I honestly – I just, like, walked out to my living room and I, like, looked around and I felt like I was, like, 
looking for someone, but I think it was because of the dream I was having. Like I thought like people were having the sleepover at my house. Mm-hmm. But also sometimes shit like that kind of trips me out. It's like, is our spirits doing this to me or what? I don't know. I don't I've know. never had that happen to me personally. Well, I know like when Nick does it, it's because he's high. So he just like wakes up and he he's, just wants to eat. So I was like high munchies even though he's been asleep. Yeah. And like he knows what he's doing. But like yeah. – it's like I like I, I said, know. I know what it I'm doing almost, in the moment, but the next day when I wake up, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? Like, it's kind of like almost just like a natural reaction, but it's yeah. weird because you're already sleeping. I think the fact that you're already sleeping and then you wake up and you're like, I need to eat something. Yeah. Well, I don't feel like I'm hungry. I just think it's just, yeah, it's super strange. And I, mm. I feel like it's just kind of started happening, I don't know, maybe like the last six months or something. I'm not really sure. It's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> that is, I, I well, and it's like not good to. I feel like from my body, like your right, digestion just is just supposed to be like, and you're just like laying in bed, like <laughs> chomping away. Yeah, and Enzo just, you, I can see his little eyes. He's At like, least you happening? finish chewing and like swallow it. Oh yeah, because that could actually be a choking hazard. I know. Maybe I should especially a cheese it. So I put. Dry. I start putting locks on my cabinets <laughs> that I can only access during certain hours of the day. But you're, <laughs> but you wake up and you know the codes. So you're like beep beep beep. Yeah, unlock. I don't know. I, was I just wonder. Wondering if you've ever done that. No, I have. I've actually never done anything weird while sleeping, to my knowledge. And you've never experienced sleep paralysis. No, I have. Oh, I have, have experienced okay. sleep paralysis twice, which is very scary. It is. Did you I, say you experienced it this morning? I did have it this morning, but it wasn't for very long, and it wasn't like too scary. But it's so fucking weird. Like when it happens, it felt like because my dishwasher, I had to get up really early this morning to take Sergio to work. And then I came back home and I was so tired. So I just like fell back asleep for a little bit. And that kind of sleep is so weird anyways, like a morning nap. Mm -hmm. And my dishwasher was running. So while I was having sleep paralysis, I don't have a fridge that has like a water fountain with it. But it sounded in my mind, I thought somebody was getting water from my fridge. And I'm like, who the fuck is here? And then it felt like I could feel them walking into my bedroom And but like I couldn't open my eyes, but in like my subconscious mind, I'm like, if there is a spirit here, like please leave. Like I said that like in my mind, and then I was kind of able to snap out of it, and then I just like I grabbed Enzo and I held him, and we fell back asleep, and then it didn't happen again. You excuse me. I know I don't. It's such an uncomfortable feeling, and but I used to get it during kind of like a darker time of my life, and it would be very, it would feel very demonic. Like, I don't like it that. It was very dark spirit. So I'm happy that this morning it didn't feel like dark, but it weirded me out that it felt like somebody was in my apartment getting water and then it felt like I could hear them walking into my room. I ugh, I don't like that. <laughs> I know. But I do like that you said if there's a spirit here, please leave. But what's interesting to me is that you said that your eyes were closed, mm-hmm. but when I the last time I experienced it, my eyes opened, but I couldn't move. So oh. that was what was scary because I was I was physically awake, like my eyes were open and I was like there, but like I wasn't there. That is such a trip. But my brain wasn't like fully telling my body to wake up. So I was like, so I was like stuck there staring into this dark corner of my room. Oh, I really don't like it. And having like flashbacks of when I used to get it all the time and it would be a really dark, heavy feeling. I really couldn't snap out of it. And maybe now, I don't know, I think after you and I have been like diving deeper into like meditation and subconscious work, maybe that's why this morning I was able to just be like, if there's a spirit here, please leave. And then I was just kind of able to like all of a sudden just like move my body and it like took me out of it. But before I'd be like fucking frozen, solid, terrifying. I don't like that. I, my mom experiences, well, at least I don't know if she has any more, but when I was younger, she would experience it a lot and I didn't really understand what it was. And then when I got older, I understood and I was like, that is fucking scary, dude. Yeah. It's super uncomfortable. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. With that being said, let's get out of that energy. The dark web. Yeah. Let's get out of the (laughs) fucking black market. (laughs) Take me away. But in exciting news, <laughs> yes, I shared with Christine today. Well, she's known 
about one of the things that I've been working on that I'm really excited about. And that part that she's already known about, I don't want to share that part yet today, but there's another part tied into it that I want to share today because I'm just really excited. And of course, by now, we don't even have to say, you know how much Sin and I love astrology and over the last few years, how much deeper we've gotten into it. Yes. So with that being said, I'm just really excited because I've had some ideas come through the last few months. Um, one of them is going to be a product that I'm creating and I'm just not ready to talk about that fully yet. I don't know why. Not because I'm trying That's to be okay. so secretive, but like- But it, kind of. Yeah. It's a product that will um, just be kind of like it will represent two of my favorite things, which is like organization and astrology. But with that idea, I had another idea come forward recently where um, when I shared like a little bit about it on Instagram that I was working on something, I had someone reach out and ask. They were like, I just have to know, like, are you going to be doing astrology readings? I was like, oh, no, but I mean, I would love to be so well-versed in astrology that I could do something like that because I think that'd be an amazing, just like an amazing fun thing to dive into. And like, I mean, moving forward in life, I really want to have a career that's in creative, creative like outlets doing stuff with astrology or however that looks. So I just thought that was cool that they even thought I would be doing something like that. And then a week after that, I had this girl reach out to me that um, is from like our hometown. We didn't really like grow up with her, but like her brothers, I guess. And she asked me, if I would do like an astrology reading for her and this person she's seeing. First of all, I fucking love that. That is so – I love that she like reached out to you and was like, bitch, I think you know what the fuck you're talking about. So help me. But also, I don't know. I just thought – okay, continue. That's I know. It made me feel really good and – in our like one of our last episodes, we were talking about how just like listening to the universe when it throws signs at you. And to me, I kind of did take that as a sign. I'm like, well, two people now, like one asked me if that's what I was going to be doing, not because she wanted a reading. She was just curious. And two, then somebody asked me to actually do it. I was like, okay, yeah. And then like I was just going to do it. And then she offered to like pay me. And I was like, okay. Because like I just feel like when you're trying to like always bring in abundance, you shouldn't reject it so like mm-hmm. I just took it in which is like kind of a hard thing to be honest like you know like being out with your friends you're like no I'll get it I'll get it and right it's just like letting go and just being like okay you can get it is like a hard thing right. the way we're all programmed right anywho um yeah so I did the reading for her and then I just decided that from there it led me to keep brainstorming and I'm nowhere near being a professional astrologer at all. Like that takes years and years of studying and practicing, but I have been doing a lot of studying and I think that, no, I don't think I'm going to be doing a astrology newsletter. It's obviously just like a free service and it will be like a astrology reading for that week ahead, whatever is happening, maybe just some cute notes. And then within the newsletter, there will be offerings to do like small readings that are like paid for. Like you would pay me to do the reading. But with that being said, it's only like it's going to be like very, what's the word? Like minuscule. Yeah. On the scheme of things when it comes to like professional astrology readings because they're very well versed. And so at this time, like I just want to, yeah, I guess offer it to anybody who's willing to kind of in a sense learn with me because I am still learning. Yeah. But I do know some (laughs) shit. So like some shit I can just look at. I'm like, oh, this, this, this. Like because I've been studying low key and it's like a huge passion of mine and I'm just really looking forward to it. Um, The project is called Desert Rose Astro and I secured the website. I don't have the website going yet. The newsletter will come out before the website, obviously, but yeah, I just wanted to share that. So anybody who is like, I don't know, curious or wants to know more, like we can do something about it. I love that. And that is so exciting. And of course, uh, for those who are out there that want to help Mal's journey of learning and growing, that will obviously be much appreciated. And I can't wait for her to do little astrology segments on the pod. Ooh, stop it. <sighs> That's so exciting. I also, am fuck really yeah, DesertRoseAstro.com, y'all. Does it make you feel horny? Yes. My <laughs> lips are quivering. Same. But then, like, uh, when I listen to astrologers that have been at it for so long it's fucking nuts to me how well versed they are when they can just look at things and they just like say all the shit that they say like by what's Mm -hmm. happening with the planets at that time i'm like i can't wait 
to be just like that, to be honest. Like that's my goal is to be that well-versed in it where I can just like look at something that's happening that day. I'm like, oh shit, this, probably this, 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 probably this. That is so exciting. That makes my heart flutter for you. And I'm, I just can't wait. And I'm so happy that you're like finding these things that you're passionate about. And I can't wait for this whole project that you've been working on to be exposed to the world. And then I think everyone will fully understand the whole like grand scheme of it all. But until then, this here's a little tea, an appetizer, if you (laughs) will. An appetizer. Well, in my mind, like, yeah, talking about having careers and creative paths, like what I'm working on with that and one cute drink to me, like those are like my like main focuses where like I would love to completely quit what I do for work and just have those be like my main two like little babes. Yeah. And like obviously things grow and evolve from there, but like it would be amazing to make full-time income off of those two things. And just like, I don't know if you're somebody listening that like you are so inspired by whatever it is, like art, astrology, I don't know. Music. Music, making candles, construction, like if you're listening to this and you have been waiting for a sign to go after it, this is your sign. Oh, I love that. You can make money doing fucking anything. You really fucking can. And especially with just the way that the world is now, like how we were talking about just social media and everything, like you can truly grow a business so quickly. Like I've seen businesses grow just from TikTok and growing a following on TikTok, you get one viral video and you have so many people. And like, I've seen it's so many amazing. people like who just do like so many different things. Like, like you said, make candles. I've seen like people who make different calendars, stickers. I see a girl who literally buys pens that are already made like from the store, mm-hmm. but then she glitterizes them herself and people buy them from her. She makes like Dude. a successful, like she's literally just taking something else and making it cuter and better and people are wanting to buy it. I actually know a girl who does something similar, but it's like with high heels or actually another friend of ours. I don't know if their boyfriend still does it, but with like their tennis shoes. Yeah. Like, I was going to say like how people take like Air Force Ones and customize yes. them. Yes. No, it's literally, I think we are living in such a a great time for opportunity to truly like whatever it is like you can just like create I don't know I think a full-time living off of your passions and I think that's really special because back in the day it definitely used to be a lot harder and I think that especially to get like word of like word of mouth and like getting your business out there but because the internet you can reach so many more people in such a short amount of time plus the amount of things people will pay for is unreal oh yeah well i think it's so cool too being in some of gala darling's programs i've connected with other girls like in the programs just online that like don't live here obviously but just seeing how like so many of these women are out here literally like living their truth and making their income off of doing like um human design readings which we're going to be doing soon and we're so excited oh my gosh that's like another thing yeah we'll talk about that later but yeah we'll share our experience with that but like um creating tarot decks like doing these courses like teaching you about whether it's like finances or like Mm -hmm. i don't know just anything i just think it's it's the possibilities are truly endless yeah Yeah, like, I mean, and honestly, like, we mostly kind of joke about this, but, like, Jay and I want to start a charcuterie business. (laughs) Bitch, if you don't start your charcuterie, like, you guys, I don't know if you've ever seen Steen's, probably not, because she's keeping it a secret, but, like, when we've had little girls' nights or whatever, or parties, Steen comes through, she's the only one who's allowed to decorate the charcuterie board, (laughs) because it's so beautiful, and there's, like, an art to it, like, you're good at it, and people... Do you know how many, like, housewives would pay for you to come over and put together their boards? Like, it is truly a market that you need to tap into. I know. I mean, I I say that, but, like, I know. It's crazy. So many things. So many dreams. So many goals. So many. (laughs) (laughs) Heart sparks and rainbows. Uh, Sparks. Sparkles. I will say it would be cool. Obviously, everything comes with divine timing, but – if in this moment, like maybe this week or next week, you and I could hit the lottery. <laughs> oh my God. And that could just like fully fund and jumpstart both of our businesses. Well, mostly our podcast, but our other side businesses. To be, be honest, cool. we are such sisters because 
I recently saw how much the jackpot is and it's fucking unreal. And I've never gotten a lottery ticket like that. But the other night I went and bought scratch off tickets for fun because I don't, I don't really ever do that either. But I felt like <laughs> it. I won $3, but technically I lost five because I spent eight. Damn it. <laughs> I know. I didn't even think about it that way. But my dad called me and he's like, what are you doing? He was like, <laughs> all lit. And I told him, he's like, well, how much did you spend? I was like, eight. He's like, so you lost five. I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> I was just thinking that I won three. I was like, yeah. With that being said, like when it comes to manifesting things, I do believe that and you hear stories of people manifesting miracles of cash abundance. And that is honestly my biggest dream is to manifest. I know the amount in my head that I'm not going to say where it's enough that I pay off all the balances I owe on shit in my life, but enough to fund my life for a little while so I can quit doing what I do now and then fully focus on these creative passions and making them like a real fucking thing. Uh, so you're right. We should fucking win the lotto. And seriously, as you would say, win the loot. Win the loot. I literally said that to my our friends that I'm going to Vegas with. I'm like, <laughs> We're going to win the loot. Janelle was like, we deserve it. Honestly, we though, it. I d- it's true. I don't buy lottery tickets either. It's like, how do you expect to win if you don't play? I know. I guess I just... I asked Serge the other day because I honestly didn't know. Like, do you pick your own numbers or they give you numbers? And he said you could do either. Both, I think, yeah. I feel like picking your own numbers is a lot of pressure. (laughs) It is. I would have to have a really significant sign from the universe that comes through to tell me what numbers to pick, I think. Yeah, because I just – I, whenever I gamble, which is rare, but, like, whenever I play, like, roulette or something – I usually just pick numbers like I always pick 30 because of my birthday. I'll pick seven because of my birthday slash it's like one of my favorite numbers slash my mom's. I'll pick eight for my mom. I'll pick like nine or 15 for my brother. I'll pick like 13 for my dad. So it's just like I basically only pick big numbers that I like know by heart, which can be significant, but also I don't know. So I feel like I'd want to go like the random because I'm like, if it's truly meant to be. I, that's how I feel too because, yeah, I'd be the same. I'd pick like 19 for my birthday and whatever other special numbers. But I think I would just – yeah, I would prefer random because then it would random. be meant to be. Because then you truly know. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, um, well, y'all, it's been a great time. We've had a great conversation today. I think we finally leveled out from our caffeine overdose. (laughs) I still feel a little indifferent. I'm going to try to go to the gym. But honestly, it's like that feeling where you have so much energy. I'm like, how do I even use the machine? (laughs) You're like... You're like grabbing like the cables and you're just like pulling them so hard. <laughs> yeah. I like, like, don't know how to act. Hanging from the ceiling, like swinging back and forth. Oh my God. But that yeah. does sound like a good time though. I honestly feel like I could go to the gym again. Do it if you want. <sighs> no, that's too much. I know. I need to hold I down. Go I, need for to, a little I need bit. to eat something. I need to burn this <laughs> off. Okay. Okay. So anyway, um, as always, you can find us on Instagram at one cute drink. I'm Christine underscore moi. <laughs> I'm at music with Mal and please rate, review, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen. We love you guys so hard and we will talk to you soon. Catch you next week. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.